Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast dedicated to transforming your health in less time and guilt-free through the power of habit hacking. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, behavior change specialist, fitness and Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained, but lacked the time and confidence to actually make myself a priority. Creating habit strategies around my health was the key to help me finally create a consistent, healthy lifestyle that does doesn't feel hard. I'm now on a mission to equip you with those same sustainable habit hacks to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt-free. Together, we will simplify your health into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but rather consistent actions that add up to a massive transformation that will stick through all seasons of your life. So if you're ready to have it hack your health and create your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 168 of Self Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so excited you're here. We are finishing up our confidence series the whole month of August, even into September where we are now. We've been talking about how to build up your confidence. And today we're talking about how to do that from the inside out, talking about your own personal style. I loved this conversation with our guest so much, and I know you are going to as well. It's a perfect way to wrap up this series. Now, just a couple of reminders, some housekeeping items, if you will, before we get into today's conversation. Sign up for a free call with me. I have so been enjoying these one-on-one 15-minute free habit hacking calls. There's like no strings attached. It's just you and I jamming on a couple of habits maybe that you have in your life that you want to reevaluate. And I see a lot of common themes come up where it's like maybe focused around guilt or shame around something. A lot of it's internal things that express themselves externally in the way maybe you talk or treat yourself for that matter. So I'm really excited to to be able to offer that to you. I just felt like I was called to open up my calendar just once a week and I've so been enjoying it. So I only have a couple spots left for September. You can go to bit.ly slash free call with Emily. It's also linked in the show notes for you as well. Just each week I have one spot available for a free 15 minute call. I can't wait to chat with you, my friend. Also, if texting is like your jam, make sure to get on my motivational weekly pump up text list. You can text your favorite emoji to me. Is it a taco? That's my favorite emoji. Or the two pink hearts or like the laughy face. Those are like my top three. But text me your favorite emoji to sign up for my weekly texting. It's at 773-904-2157. It's linked in the show notes for you too, my friend. But text me there. I If you have any questions too, it's me on the other end. So you can actually text me back after I send you a message each week. My girls in my society get a weekly text from me as well. And we chat a lot there more so than anywhere, which I love. And of course, you can always work with me through any of my programs. I know a lot of you are going through the September Whole30 right now. Um, 
giving you a great big hug. I know the first 10 days are really challenging and hard. I'm working with a couple of clients right now and they are just rocking it. I'm so proud of them um, for just making the choice to get started. Sometimes that's the hardest part. But you know, you can always find out more in the show notes of how to enroll in my signature program, Self Transform You. You can do that self-guided or you can do that with me one-on-one together. It's all linked to the show notes. You can also go to Self Transform You. It's the actual letter U dot com. So like I said, we're finishing out this confidence series with my friend Jenny Zook. She is a fashion stylist. She's a teacher. She's amazing. I loved chatting with her. And hey, I'm throwing this out for my own accountability, okay? I want you to check in with me on Instagram. You can find me at emilynichols22. We're talking about personal style today. We'll get into this a little bit in our conversation too, but I'm going to clean up my closet this week. I'm gonna do a before picture, which is really embarrassing. Like it looks like everything has exploded. It's a bunch of jumpsuits and like leggings to, to tell you the truth and even um, like a lot of hoodies. Like that seems to be like my uniform, but it feels cluttered and I feel my best when I am getting myself ready. And when I am wearing something that makes me feel confident, and that might be leggings, that might be a jumpsuit, it might be I love a matching set, I live for a matching set that makes me feel really great as well. But as we're talking about confidence, you know, I feel like I've personally been in a rut. I've shared that a couple weeks ago on the show, but just my own confidence journey or lack thereof, I've taken over this past summer after breaking my tailbone, and I feel like after this whole month of August, I'm finally back to my routine and my habits. I'm actually going through my own self-transform you program right now. And within four weeks now, or I guess five weeks, August felt like the longest, longest month, didn't it? I feel like I'm finally back in that flow, that zone of taking care of myself. And I'm noticing that's being reflected in the way I dress. And when I was thinking back to not feeling so confident this summer, I was not dressing to show up as my best. I was, the way I was dressing was reflecting how I was feeling, which was not so confident. Now, we've talked about style a couple of times here on the show. You can refer all the way back to episode 26 when the show was called something else, talking about personal style and some really great styling tips from Nicole Blair. But you can also go to episode 135, a habit hack I shared on there is the power of getting ready which we will talk about a little bit today as well. I love feeling my best and having that reflect in the way I am showing up. And sometimes that starts with style. It's not vain. Sometimes I feel like it's a necessity that we neglect. So I brought on the perfect person to talk with us about this, Jenny Zook. Like I said, she's a fashion stylist. She's a teacher. She's a mom. She's amazing. Let me tell you a little bit about her in her own words. So this is from Jenny. She said, I'm a teacher turned mom of twin boys. She found herself a bit lost after becoming a mom. Um, hello. I think we can all relate to that, right? Absolutely. So she said, goes on to say, I went on a journey to rediscover myself and bring confidence back into my life using wellness fashion and mindset as a vehicle to get there. I'm a teacher by training, a coach now later in my career with a real passion to help busy women live a life where they embody the skin they are in, cultivate confidence with ease, and have a desire to do these things without feeling like it's extra. A- 
men. We talk all the time about habits and how we don't want it to feel like another thing on your to-do list, but through habit strategy, you're able to make it feel like an unconscious behavior. You know, we're not using that mental energy, um, which we'll talk about today as far as habits and styling yourself. Jenny goes on to say she's the founder of the Confidence Collective, where she teaches her signature method, Shab to Chic, as a way to approach the three pillars that impact our confidence, which is how we look feel and think, which those are so intertwined. You're going to see that theme come up a lot today through this conversation. And she gives some really great tips and some really quotable quotes that you are going to want a pen and paper handy to take down. And like I said, I'm putting it out for accountability. I'm cleaning out my closet this week and trying to, because <laughs> we're going into, she gives a really great point in the episode, spoiler, about when you're going into a new season, like going through your clothes and figuring out like what you didn't wear, you're probably going to not going to wear it that next season. So as we're coming out of summer, I got a lot of things to clear out. Tons of things to clear out. I'm putting that out for accountability. I hope you clean out your closet this week too and design your own style and wardrobe that reflects the most confident version of you. Okay? Get that pen and paper handy. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode where I'll share my three biggest takeaways and I hope you enjoy, I know you'll enjoy this conversation with Jenny Zook. Let's go. All right, gang. Thank you so much for tuning back in to Self Transformed. I am super excited to continue talking about confidence with you. And today we're talking about that from a personal style standpoint. We'll dig deeper into this today with our friend, Jenny Zook. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on this show. I'm so excited to be a part of this series and chat with you about all things confidence and just share, you know, my beliefs about it, because I think when we tap into it, there is so much power there. And um, I'm a real believer in, in getting as much of it in our buckets as possible on the daily. Yeah. From all angles, for sure. I love that yes. so much. Well, Jenny, the first question I ask every guest is, what does the phrase self-transformed mean to you? I love this question. And I bet like if you just get so many great answers. Um, when I was really thinking about this, I, I love that you say self-transformed because I do think it's such a personal thing. Um, and I, you know, I think in any area of your life, when you're thinking about making a change, when you're thinking about transforming some aspect of it, it's a super personal decision. And I love that, like, once you have the awareness around something that you want to change, I love that there are so many tools out there. So for me, it's like, okay, I recognize that I want to up level in this area of my life. And then I can like, there are so, there's so much knowledge at our fingertips and in our, in these little ear things that we stick in our ears where we can go find the tools that we need that are going to fit us and making it fit your life and what you're looking for, because it's such a, it's so available to us these days. And so, yeah, I think it just like, for me, it just jumped out that like, we have the power to decide what change we want to make and then how to implement the changes and what that looks like can be like tailored to whatever it is that you're trying to transform. Yeah. It's so personal. That's why we talk about so many different layers of transformation and tools. Cause like you said, what may work for some person may not work for the next person and that's okay. And it's a matter of experimentation and finding out what works for you, what doesn't. Right. Totally. Yeah. Like trial and error. Mm -hmm. And you have, you have the power to do, like kind of make that journey your own, which I think is very different because things move so quickly these days. And we have such, so much at 
at our access. At our access. Mm, that's so true. That's so true. Well, let's talk about your own transformation story, Jenny. Kind of th- take us back to, you know, what has transpired along your path and your journey that led you to really like what you do today and more importantly, who you are today. Totally. I think um, this will, many of your listeners will probably be able to relate to this. Like my journey to get to where I am today really started when I became a mom. So I am a twin mom. I have almost seven year old boys um, who are just upstairs and hopefully are going to be kind and leave us alone <laughs> during you this know, conversation. Right? I mean, we're recording this. Yeah. I have one of two boys here today. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're a lot. And they were a lot when they were first born. Let me tell you that. Um, I call that first year of their life like my black hole year because I don't remember a lot of it. And it was just really, really hard, that transition into parenthood and being a twin mom and and doing all the things. And as we sort of like resurfaced um, after that first year, I really started looking in the mirror again and saying like, who is this person? I don't, I don't recognize what I see. I don't recognize what I feel. And, um, I wanted to do something about it. So I really started this journey trying to get back to just feeling a little, like a little snippet of my old self, um, by changing what I was putting in my body. Um, because I was just strapped for energy, right. All day, every day. It was like, how am I going to get through the next hour? How am I going to get through the next hour? And rather than approaching it that way, I started to like, how am I going to get through the next day? And what can I put in my body that's actually going to make me feel good? And so I started back to this place of like, kind of getting back to just feeling good again um, in my body, just like having energy, right? Um, So that's how the journey started. And I focused a lot on that for um, about five years. And then I really like, once I kind of got a grip on that, I started to say, okay, how do I show up as my best self? Because if I can do the work on myself, then I know I can actually, my output, the quality of my output is going to be better for everyone in my life. My kids, my husband, my friends, uh, even though I wasn't seeing them very much in those days. Um, What else is there to this equation? Because it isn't just about wellness, right? And for me, um, I have a background in personal shopping. So I did personal shopping and closet editing and all that before kids. And I loved doing that work, but there just wasn't time for it anymore. And so I had this, um, I had this kind of moment where I was like, okay, let's do, let's do the work and figure out, um, what else there is to this equation. And so I went back and sort of taking like the wellness and the fashion part of it. And really then like talking to myself about what was happening inside my head and putting those three things together really has led me to do the work that I am doing today, which is dialing in our, our self-confidence and rediscovering it as, and using personal style as a vehicle, um, to get there. I love that so much. You talking about that black hole the first year with your kids. I so relate to that. And it immediately made me think of, so my boys, they're now 14 and 10. And with my oldest, like my husband would get home from work when I was on maternity leave and he'd be like, you're still in your pajamas. I'm like, babe, I haven't even brushed my teeth. Like, you don't even know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it was just like survival at that point. Right. Totally. 
And then and I think I, it's easy to get stuck there, right? Oh, Just to like yeah. live in that cycle. And yeah. it note, like, I don't think it's not, it's not a fun place to live. Well, it's just developing a habit, you know? And then when I had my second son, so my oldest Dylan, you know, he was going to daycare. So I was like, okay, I got up and I actually got ready. I mean, just a little bit. I mean, I would like put a little mascara on and shower. Um, right. You probably understand being a blonde, you have to put mascara on or else like you're gone. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing happening there. (laughs) (laughs) Other blondies know what we're talking about, but I would get, you know, just ready. You know, I would shower and put mascara on, brush my teeth and take Dylan to daycare and then spend the day with Tyler as a baby. And I felt so much more productive and I felt so much better like during my like recovery because I had a C-section with him too. And it was such a game changer and it was so simple, but it made such a big impact, not only on my productivity, but my mental health as well. Yeah. I mean, it like, it, it sounds vain to say that like, when we are putting effort into our outward appearance, that it has an impact on what on what happens and how we feel about ourselves, but it's just, it's just fact, right? There's actually like that there's, this is a science backed thing. It does something for our, our psyche. When you can look in the mirror and you feel put together, it does trickle out through the, all the tasks that we do, all the plates that we spin as moms. Um, especially when you feel pulled together and you can look in the mirror and, um, not like immediately look away because you're disgusted with what you see, which I know a lot of women do that. It can change how you can get through your day and actually, you know, it might even put a smile on your face. So like to to me, that's a worthy investment. And, uh, and it's one of the things that I actually think is relatively easy to leverage when you learn some easy tips and tricks and have, it's a skill set. That's all it is when you're trying to figure out what your personal style is or what clothes you should be putting on your body. Cause once you figure out that little thing, it's a very easy thing to leverage in the confidence arena, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm sure any lady listening, like, it's like, okay, I know I am feeling myself when I'm wearing this certain outfit or these earrings or, you know, and it's not being like, like super dressed up to like, just go to work, work from home and being in the fitness industry. I could live in like leggings all day long. All day, right. but I've had to find a way. We actually did um, a habit hack on this a couple months ago about just getting ready, <laughs> just mm-hmm. getting ready and how that makes that just trickles throughout the day. But you know how, I mean, it, it affects your relationships too. I mean, if you don't feel confident, how's that your relationship with your partner or even just, you know, expressing that, you know, confidence to, towards your kids too, right? Definitely. I definitely, and, and I want to model that for my kids, mm-hmm. right? I want to be like, I want my kids to have, that kind of confidence Mm -hmm. and like whatever, you know, whatever form that takes for them. I want to show them that like, this is a part of how you, you know, how you show up. And I want that to be, I want that to be visible for them. Yeah. When I'm thinking of like personal style, like just talking about our kids, like my, my oldest is 14. He's very much a teenager, very much into mm. shoes and like, Oh my gosh. The shoes. Like, be like, okay, how does this outfit look or this? And it's really yeah. cool to watch him kind of evolve into his own personal style and what like makes him feel good. Cause I can tell when he's like feeling his outfit, right. Even mm-hmm. a 14 year old boy, but even my 10 year old, my 10 year old is like the biggest outdoorsy little dude. And he will wear camo camo on camo, like every day, oh my gosh, he has different, awesome. like, different patterns of camo. 
And he feels the most confident in that. Like, he's like, I feel great in this. I feel super like myself. So that's where, so it's really cool to like see your kids do that. But I think we get lost. (laughs) We get lost in motherhood and forget what our own personal style is. So I want to ask you, what does personal style really mean? Like what, what's that mean to you? Well, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's very personal, right? It is not what I like and what I, I try to teach. So I also have, I'm a um, middle school teacher um, by oh, trade. And so when you're talking about 14 year old boys, I get it. Mine aren't, for, you know, we're not there yet, um, but I, I totally get it. Uh, and so I think about, you know, like what I try to teach is that it is not, it's not designed to be a one size fits all kind of thing. It is so personal and helping women embrace that. Like it is okay for you to feel yourself in something that like, you may not believe other people would agree with doesn't like it, it should, it really shouldn't enter into the equation. Unfortunately, we live in a world where it, that is the driving factor in so many decisions that we make that I just think it's a, it's a travesty, especially when it comes to personal style, because there's so much fun you can have with it. So for me, it's just about like figuring out what do you, what are you attracted to? And that can be as simple as going, you know, having celebrities that you really are like, Oh, I like did like their vibe. Like I get it. And I I'm really attracted to that or going through Pinterest and just making a board of things that appeal to you so that you can kind of figure out what genre you sort of fall into. I think that is like a great starting off point. If you're like, I don't even know what personal style means to me. And it could be too, that you have, or you have people on Instagram that you follow that you just like, when they put clothes on, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally like that is something I could see myself wearing. Mm -hmm. And then let that kind of guide some of your decision-making around how you go about purchasing clothes for your wardrobe um, and putting things together in that way too. Um, So I think it's, it's very, very personal. And I say that like um, with a caveat that I like, I build capsule wardrobe. So um, it is not like, which is meant to be like, here's a whole thing of inspiration, pick the things that actually feel like you that you could put on and not feel like an imposter in, right? Mm -hmm. Things that fit your lifestyle, things that fit your vibe, and then kind of just take all of that and and let it be your your North Star when you're trying to make decisions around your own personal style. Um, I think it can sound very um, overwhelming if you if you feel like you don't have any style, like, I don't know where to start. So I'm just not going to start like any other thing in our lives, right? Like it's too big. So I'm just not going to do it. it. It's totally possible. Um, And it does not have to be this big overwhelming thing to feel good in your clothes and to have that confidence. It is, it's not, it's not difficult. You just got to kind of put in a little bit of effort to figure out your, your lane, like what feels right to you. I love how you said it, it feels like you, you know, I was at like a, a ladies night out event with a couple of girlfriends last night. And there was like a boutique there with like a truck and they had some clothes and I pulled out this little skirt, this skirt. And it was really cute. It was like a nude color. It was a maxi. Like you could do like a cute, like white tank with it or like black and some cute shoes. 
And I held it up to my girlfriends. I was like, what do you guys think of this? And they're like, that is so you. That feels like you. That just looks mm-hmm. like you. you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think that's really important to be even thinking of like your friends, you know, like what, what would your girlfriend or like your sister or mom be like, oh, that is so you. Or like you with a girlfriend being like, mm, that is so like, I could so see you in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I taught, in fact, I think I just wrote, I wrote um, a blog post about this just last week, I think, where it's very easy to be in a store and be shopping or even be with people who maybe don't, you're shopping with, you know, acquaintances, but not the people who like really, really know you. And you put something on and they're like, oh my gosh, that looks so great on you or the sales clerk or whoever. But like you look in the mirror and you don't feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, just because something looks good on your figure, on your frame does not mean it's your, you know, that you should get it. You, like clothes should have some, they should make you feel in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, if something's not resonating, then they don't belong in your wardrobe. Like that's just no matter what anybody else says, right? Maybe yeah. it's, it, maybe it does look great on your body, but if you don't like feel it, when you look in the mirror, you're never going to wear it. So what's the point? Mm-hmm all about that feeling for sure. Well, let's get into some like nitty gritty details. Cause we're all about habits and habit hacking here. And so someone's mm-hmm. listening, they're like, okay, this sounds great. I want to have personal style. I want to feel good in what I'm wearing. But like you said, they're like, Ooh, this feels very like overwhelming. Like this, yes. I don't have time to like, even think about that. So how can we build a wardrobe that really helps us feel like ourselves feel confident but it not feels so overwhelming. So I think step one is like figuring out what, what are you attracted to? What kind of style, you know, really appeals to you. And then like match that up with your lifestyle. You know, if you are, um, I don't know, um, following somebody who has a very glamorous style and you're a stay at home mom who's chasing kids around all day, like maybe those two things don't necessarily mesh. So finding somebody who's glamorous, but can do it in a way that actually has pieces of clothing that are going to transfer to your lifestyle. Right. So I think that's step one, like figure out what you're attracted to, but like to really make it easy. Um, so I, a couple of things, like I'm a huge fan of a capsule wardrobe. And if you don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, um, there are lots of different approaches to it, but essentially it's just a collection of mix and match pieces in your wardrobe so that you could literally like pull out any top and pull out any bottom and they are meant to go together. Mm -hmm. So capsule wardrobes are really, really great in that way. Um, they could be done in lots of different ways. A lot of people approach it by saying like, you have to have 15 pieces of clothing in your closet and like, call it good. Um, I don't believe in that. I'm not that, um, minimalist. So capsule wardrobes are a great way for that or a great habit hacking tool because they give you the pre-made outfits and say, here's how you get dressed for this season. Um, but if you're not into like, if that's like, even that's a, a too big of a step, I like to teach outfit formulas. So know your like, so the next, so the next layer is know what you're attracted to style wise, then you kind of really need to dial in and know what body type you have. Are you a curvy? Are you a curvy girl? Do you have a smaller waist and bigger hips? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you tall? Are you petite? Because that is going to drive what kinds of cuts look really good on your body. So it's like, okay, well, I am, I'm five, five and I'm pretty square. So I like to add things to my wardrobe that are going to give me a little bit more of a waist. So I go for things that are higher waisted that I can like draw in the, to the smallest section of my body. And once you kind of figure out 
what body uh, your, your body type is, then you can pick, okay, I know if I'm going to wear a pair of wide leg pants, I'm going to wear something that's a little more form fitting on the top. And I'm going to pair it with a wedge because it's going to give me my body type a little more height. And with that um, outfit formula, then you can build tons of different outfits using that same sort of formula with different bottoms and different tops and different shoes, if that makes sense. So you can, you can hack your wardrobe in lots of different ways where, you know, like, Hey, I have these three different formulas that I know are home runs every single time. So you don't have to think about it. Um, but you do have to do a little bit of research. Like you gotta, you gotta figure out some of these things about yourself before stop, you know, before you're going to feel like you put anything on that feels like a home run. Um, so I, you know, that, I, that would be the easiest way I think to do it without a capsule wardrobe. Yeah. Um, now a capsule wardrobe sounds very overwhelming <laughs> when you said yeah. very mi- the minimalist take on it, like just 15, I felt like, like my palms, like getting sweaty <laughs> because I love to shop and I love clothes and I do a closet purge probably about every six months because there's just things I just don't wear anymore. And I just hold on to, cause I'm like, totally. Oh, I wore, I bought all these really like nice express, um, dress up shirts, like collared shirts when I worked in corporate America. And I'm like, why are you holding on to those bad boys? Yeah. I also, a huge hack that makes getting dressed so much easier. I'm not, and I don't think you need to have 15 pieces in your wardrobe, but doing regular closet edits Mm -hmm. and organizing your closet in a way that is actually going to, um, help you, look at your closet and be able to make decisions because it's not chaotic, um, is a very simple hack to help you get dressed in the morning. Um, I'm a big fan of color, color coding your closet, which is like a little OCD for some people. But, um, what it does when you look at it is you can say, Oh my gosh, I have like half of my closet is black half. Um, I have no colors for the season in here or, Mm -hmm. um, I have so many pairs of jeans that I like need, you know, some of these have got to go. It gives you a visual, like at a glance, what you need and what you probably need to cull down a little bit. Um, So editing your closet is a huge, um, my dog is having a nightmare. (laughs) I have a dog underneath me too. It's fine. (laughs) Um, She's like whimpering. Um, But editing your closet is a huge part of that because when you clear out that visual chaos, it makes the decision-making process when you go in there to get ready and pick out your clothes for the day in the morning, a heck of a lot easier when you don't go in there and just feel like overwhelmed the second you walk in your closet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's due for me to do that again. Cause it looks like my closet has exploded. Like my husband walked in and he's like, what happened? <laughs> like what? Yeah. 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 I'm a fellow shopaholic, but I do, I, um, am an advocate of editing once a season because you know, at the end of the season, when you're going into the, as the seasons change, it's like very apparent to you, whether or not you wore it that season. And that's my rule. If I didn't wear it this summer, then I'm probably not going to want to wear it next summer either. Mm. So it's time for it to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what would you say to the woman who's listening, who maybe is hiding in her clothes? Maybe she's not feeling comfortable in her own skin and in her body. I know we've all maybe felt like that at some point and we're dressing. I mean, (laughs) sometimes like what I wear to bed, like the other night I looked at my husband, I was like, this is not very sexy. (laughs) 
Oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we've been married like 16 years. So it's like at this point, yeah. but yeah. you know what I mean? But sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm just like, I feel frumpy or I'm like, I'm hiding depending on how I'm feeling. You know what mm. I mean? What would you say? Yes. Who's maybe hiding behind her? Clothes? Well, I, you're not alone. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. I mean, I would say, oh, I, I would love the percent, like to know the percentage of women that feel that way. Cause I bet it is so okay. terribly high. And it, it just like, it breaks my heart because number one, number one, you should ask yourself, what is it? Is it because you don't feel good about your body? Um, like I think knowing where it's coming from is power in and of itself. Like, why do you want to hide? Uh, because putting on cute clothes, isn't going to fix that. It's not just about putting on a cute outfit. It does help. Um, but if you are battling something that's happening inside of you and clothes are a security blanket for you, there's work to be done there. So that's number one. Um, I also think a lot of women don't know how to leverage clothing so that they can look in the mirror and actually embrace the body that they're living in. And that is possible no matter what size you are today. You just have to, you just haven't found the right clothes and put the blame on the clothes because it's their fault. It really is. It's not your body's fault. There's nothing wrong with your body. There's also nothing wrong with wanting to make improvements to your body. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But if that's going to, you know, a year or two down the road, you have every right to feel good in it today. And there are clothes out there that are designed for your body type and your shape that it can make you look in the mirror and do a double take. Like that is definitely possible. And it's just a matter of finding and, and being open to the process of trying things on or ordering a bunch of stuff and forcing yourself to put it on until you find something you're like, Hey, wait a minute, this does actually look good on me. Um, cause it, it, those, those pieces exist. Um, it just might take you a little bit of time, but I do think really like figuring out where that's coming from is important and, and giving it some time and space and, and maybe some healing that needs to happen there. Um, and then, and then, you know, taking a, taking a closer look at your personal style, because, you know, you don't want to switch one security blanket for another and just ignore the underlying. Right. right. <laughs> like you said, it's the clothes fault. You're so right. It is. It's just, it you is have the clothes the thing fault. that enhances what you, makes you feel your best. Right. Like I Absolutely. remember after I had my first son, I felt like my butt changed and I was like, I have to get all new jeans. Like the jeans yep. I was wearing, like didn't look good on me anymore. I had to find like a new style of jeans, like from like a different store. And finally I found that and like, okay, I feel so better. true. I'm going to give you a little, little trick about jeans. Okay. Um, the, if you don't like the way that your butt looks in jeans, it's because of the pocket placement. So turn around and look at where the pockets are. Sometimes they're a little too wide. I wish you could see my hands. They're too (laughs) far apart. Sometimes they're too high. And so it makes like your butt look disproportional. Sometimes they're too low. Sometimes they're too tiny. Like Mm -hmm. the pocket isn't, doesn't match the proportion of the jean. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you find the right pockets on the right pair of jeans, your butt will look amazing. You just have to find, you just have to find them. Um, I and a lot it. of people, a lot of women don't turn around and look at that. So pay attention oh, to that. that because, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, like you might, but like, you might be ignoring that and being like, God, something's wrong with my butt. Nothing's wrong with your butt. It's the clothes. It's the clothes. <laughs> it truly is the clothes. It is not oh your body. Goodness. I love that so much. Well, 
Jenny, what do you feel most confident in? And most like, Oh, you know, I think it, um, I'm like a, I, I, I'm a shopaholic. So I feel like it changes season to season. There are definitely things in my closet, um, that are go-to pieces. And then there are things that come in every season where I just like, I want to wear it every single day. Um, so I will say in the summertime, I have really broad shoulders. Um, so I like wearing high neck, which I'm not wearing right now. Um, I like wearing the high neck, uh, tank tops that like come up around my neck and are really, um, cut so that my shoulders, uh, they just, they, they accentuate my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I, I literally have them in every single color because they make me feel that something that I can accentuate about my body that I really like. Um, and when that looks good, it helps everything else when it maybe doesn't feel good. It has, you know, it like overpowers the bad. Um, and then I have a hot pink blazer that I am just obsessed with and I want to wear it. I'm like, how could I wear this to the zoo? Um, <laughs> how can I wear this to swim lessons? Um, but I like, I put that thing on and I just feel like it transforms me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. which is like a perfect word for this podcast, right? Oh like God. I put it on and I'm like, I am a different person. Like <laughs> either I want to get to work or I want to go out with my girlfriends or like, just, you know, go to happy hour. Like I want to, I want to, I want to be alive in that. And I think mm-hmm. every woman deserves to have those things in their wardrobe where you put it on and you're like, it just makes you feel more alive. You know what I've been loving lately? I love like a flowy pant and maybe even a little bell bottom E because mm-hmm. I'm short. I'm like five, three. So I love to have like a long flowy pant and like some wedges because I feel it makes you look tall and mm-hmm. it makes my legs look longer. And I live for a jumpsuit. Like my girlfriend, oh, gosh. Like, oh my gosh, if you need a jumpsuit, like go talk to Emily. She's probably got like 20 different versions you could borrow. I do love, I love jumpsuits. I'm wearing a jumpsuit right now. I, or it's a, well, shorts, it's a romper, but yeah, um, yeah jump, jumpsuits are, they are so good. I live for them. I live if for you're them. afraid of a jumpsuit, keep trying them on. Cause they, they're off they, they're, it, they run the gamut, but gosh, they can, they're so great when you find the right one. Oh, they're so cute. And accessories. You know, I love a cute big earring and I love hats. I'm a big fan of hats this past mm. year too. Like a yeah. really cute fedora or something like with a big rim. Like it's yeah. so fun. Hats are fun. They're so fun. Jenny, I have loved this conversation with you. I need to go clean out my closet. <laughs> shop, <laughs> shop my own closet, right? Shop yes. my own closet. Yeah. And- I mean, oftentimes, yeah. You clean it out and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot I have it. Well, and every time I do it, you know, I've kind of shared on the, the podcast before kind of when I started like my own transformation journey, I was kind of looking at my habits and unhealthy habits that I was using to deal with stress. And one of those is like excessive online shopping because everything's oh, so easily attainable or like any type of event. I was like, I have to buy something new. I have mm-hmm. to get something new and I would probably never wear it again. Cause I work from home and, you know, I work in the fitness industry. So I'm usually wearing workout clothes or I'm, or I'm at home and I do get dressed when I w- work from home. Um, most of the time, everyone's wanted to know. Um, but I look through my closet and sometimes I'm like, this is too overwhelming. And it sometimes reminds me of like, okay, I was just dealing with stress. A lot of these things I didn't necessarily need. And when I clean yeah. up my closet, I almost feel a sense of guilt. Cause I'm like, look at all this money I wasted. And because my husband will see a big pile of clothes and he's like, like what? Yeah. We could have fixed the pool for that or. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
the the add to cart is becoming yeah it's like a it's a problem mm. it gets out of control and it's it gets out of control fast yeah yeah guilty so easily accessible where you know I don't even like trying things on anymore if I if I go to a store like which I never really do much anymore but you know I hold it up I'm like this will fit and if it doesn't I'll right. just turn it because I don't even want to yep. try it on now so I feel I know, like it's you funny. Know, that kind of aids, I think, to, you know, you're buying things and then you feel guilty and then you don't end up wearing it because you're wearing the same things over and over again. So just really relying on, like you said before, we were talking about hiding behind your clothes, really digging into what you're wearing, why you're wearing it and doing, seeing this as a habit of something that can really help you feel your most confident self. And that will just snowball into so many other areas of your life. Right. I mean, like a small win, like any other time you're trying to transform any part of your life, those little small wins give you that momentum that you want to keep going. So keep going till you find an outfit that makes you feel really good. And then you, it'll, the next one will come easier. Yeah, for sure. I love this so much. Jenny, where can everyone connect with you online? So you can find me on Instagram at Jenny Zook underscore style underscore confidence. And then uh, you can also find me online at the confidencecollective.net. There's lots of information and I really come at my pages um, just from a teaching standpoint. And hopefully you will find some, some resources that are going to help you start making this making some steps into discovering your personal style and feeling confident. I love that so much. I will make sure to link everything in the show notes. They can all start using your formula to curate their own personal style and feel so confident. I love that. Yay. Jenny, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Jenny, thank you so much for this conversation. I'm laughing because when I listened back to our conversation, I was actually doing my own weight training program and listening to it. So I was in my workout clothes and now as I'm recording this, I just got back from hot works. I'm sweaty in my workout clothes. And after this, I'm going to shower and make sure I get myself ready to present myself feeling super positive because that's how I feel after talking with you. And my husband's coming home today from like being gone for over a week. So I want to look nice for him and reflect that (laughs) in the way he's coming today. I want to show up as the best version of myself. So thank you for inspiring me today to do that. And also, like I said, over this next week, girl, I am cleaning out my closet. So if you guys need more tips from Jenny, I will, of course, link everything in the show notes for you. But let's talk about my three biggest takeaways. If this is your first time listening to the show, I do this at the end of every guest interview just to give you the cliff notes because maybe you're listening in the shower or you're driving and sometimes you kind of tune things out or your kids are talking. So these are your cliff notes, okay? These are my biggest takeaways. You may have some other takeaways as well, but I think this is gonna be the best to help you have it hack your way with your style. So let's talk about it. So we're talking about inside out style. That's the first tip I wanna think, I want you to think about. Like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, the way you dress a lot of times reflects the way you feel. And I can personally say that just from my own confidence journey this summer and not feeling so amazing, right? Um, So 
fashion can be part of your wellness. I love how Jenny mentioned this, and that's maybe a part of wellness that we don't think about. You know, in all my programming, we focus on fundamental needs, and we only focus on three areas. We only focus on um, your food freedom, your movement, and your mindset. And there's lots of different tiers to that, obviously, but we keep it super simple because that is overall whole wellness. But sometimes your mindset, fashion can fall into that as well. So I want you to see how you can think of fashion and your own style differently and how it's part of your will wellness. You know, you're going to dial into your own confidence from your own personal style and that really dialing in on that word personal as well. It's different for you than what style is for me. And I love how Jenny, number two, my biggest tip is what feels most like you right? Oh my gosh, what feels most like you? So it's okay to feel yourself in an outfit that is just great for you. Like I mentioned, I'm wearing leggings a lot because I feel good in it, especially a matching set. Um, And if you know, if you've taken a class with me live, I am always like, if you are wearing a matching set, I am living for you. I love it so, so much. But also, I love a great jumpsuit. I love accessories. I love all the things. That might not be for you. So, you know, maybe you try a jumpsuit and you're like, I feel like an imposter in this. You need to think of what fits your vibe, but also your lifestyle, which I think was so important for Jenny to mention. Okay, so if you are thinking, all right, well, I follow this glamorous person like she talked about. That doesn't make sense if I'm staying at home or I'm working at a place where it's like casual every single day. Just do you. I want you to also think about embracing the body you are living in. I love, love, love how Jenny said, Put the blame on the clothes. It's the clothes fault. You know, sometimes it's a lot of experimentation, figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. If you find a great pair of jeans or a top that you are obsessed with that you love, buy it in a few colors, right? Buy it in a few colors. You know, I came from a place where when I used to work in corporate America, and even thinking back to like high school and even college, I was like, I cannot repeat an outfit in a week. I just totally cannot. And now I'm pretty much like, <laughs> I wear the same thing every week. Um, only people that are seen as maybe people on social media who usually see me from the waist up and my dogs, which they don't care. And also my kids and my husband don't care as well <laughs> for the most part. So a lot of times you need to think about experimenting. Finding what works for you. If you feel like, "Eh, this doesn't work for me, return it. Don't wear it again. Resell it. Give it to a friend. And then your biggest habit hack for today when it comes to personal style is the less thinking, the better. You know, Jenny mentioned creating a capsule wardrobe, a collection of mix and match pieces that are all meant to go together. That way you don't have to think about it, right? We have so many tabs open in our head like we talk about. So like I said, I'm cleaning out my closet this week to have it more organized to maybe create kind of like a little mini capsule wardrobe. That kind of overwhelms me to tell you the truth to think about eliminating like everything. I do have a lot of stuff from corporate America I need to donate or give away that I know I'm not going to wear. I just know I'm not going to wear. The days of me shopping at Express for like, what was it? The editor pants. You guys know what I'm talking about. The editor pants. I have so many of those. Those pants fit so amazing. And I'll probably keep a pair or two just because I love them so much. But edit your closet, organizing your closet to make easier decisions. It feels a little less chaotic, okay? And it gives you a little bit more, um, less brain power to use when we're trying to use brain power to focus on habits, um, healthy habits that maybe take a little bit more effort. 
the easier you can make it on yourself, the better. So reevaluate your closet, maybe create a capsule wardrobe, maybe have some girlfriends over like a wine night or um, sparkling water night or whatever floats your boat and go through your closets together. I mean, I'm sure I could give away a lot of clothes to my girlfriends and same vice versa. Actually, that sounds like fun. Maybe I should do that this week when I clean out my closet. So, all right, gang, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As we've wrapped up this confidence series, if this is your first time listening, go back and listen to the previous episodes throughout the month of August and this first week or two into September to help you figure out how to overall build an all-encompassing confident you. That's going to look different for you. I hope you take action based on the tips that myself and my guests have shared. This is an ongoing journey, right? I'm coming off a season where I haven't feeling, where I have not been feeling very confident in myself and I feel it coming back. And that feels really good. And I want to keep that momentum going. And I want you to think about that too. When you feel, when you feel good on the outside and the inside, gosh, that's just where the magic happens and you feel in that flow and you show up as a better version of yourself to the people who really matter, your loved ones, right? And like Jenny had mentioned, you know, when we think about confidence, it's how we look, feel, and think, okay? It's how you look, feel, and think, and I hope you take that to heart as you move in throughout the rest of your day. Everything's linked in the show notes for if you want to connect with Jenny and myself. I can't wait to catch up on some calls with you all on social media, texting, all the ways we can hang out together, and I will catch up with you later this week for Habit Hack Thursday. See you then, friend. Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you want some free motivation texted to you every week from me to help you habit hack your health, send me your favorite emoji to 773-904-2157 and sign up for my weekly pump up text. I can't wait to catch up with you there. Hey, and if you love the podcast, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can also find the show. Then you can even email me a screenshot of your review and I'll send you either a Starbucks gift card or give you a free habit hacking call with me live on the podcast. Love and appreciate you, friend. I'll see you next time.